You're listening to Wholehearted, a soul sister conversation. You're here with healer and intuitive Donna Lee Winan, life coach Prue Sulisic, and women's empowerment artist Tanya Marie Reeves. Together we are navigating life on purpose. We're pushing boundaries, being imperfect and unstoppable. Join in the conversation by being a part of the Facebook group and connect with your own soul sisters. We are here to inspire and encourage you to live fully into your own life, to be the compassionate observer of your thoughts and feelings, and to make a conscious choice to change what is in your power to change. We are so happy to have you here. Okay, hello. G'day. Beautiful souls. Oh, we're just we're just a bunch of radiant women invigorating other radiant women and men to be true to themselves. Oh, I love that. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. I know we're just coming out of great conversation, which we should have recorded. <laughs> but that's right. We're going to relive a few bits and pieces. What are we talking about today, ladies? Hit us with something, Donna Lee. What's going on today? Um, look, I like we we have a bit of a when we have these free talks, which I really look forward to. I was sitting down last night having a think about okay, what's what's been going on. So I've written a few things because I've had some decisions and triumphs. I've been asking for what I want. Um, hang on, hang we, on a second, guys. Hang on. I think we need to backtrack a little bit. <laughs> I think we need to welcome everyone first. And let everyone know that this today is an open topic. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to Wholehearted. Welcome to Wholehearted. We're very wholehearted today, audience, yeah. if you can't tell already. Yeah. <laughs> We're keen to get into the conversation. It's like, no, no messing around, just straight into it. No messing That's around. right. We've got to do our highlight oh, and our lowlights. Yes, yeah, so I want to know your highlights and your lowlights. Mm-hmm. Well, you can lead, Tanya, since you remembered. Yes. (laughs) Okay. My low light this week was that my cat has been very sick. Oh. I have two cats and my older girl, Charlie, she's (laughs) 11-ish. And she's been very sick this week, but she has picked up, so that's really good. But she was vomiting and not eating and Mm. terrible and out of character. But she's eating again now, so that's really good. And my highlight was I had I had a few highlights this week, but if I got to pick one, it was yesterday we had a gathering at Donnelly's house um, with two of my cousins and their partners who are also my cousins. <laughs> I <I'd> say, <laughs> family. Like, and it. one of them, yeah, all family. They do marry cousins, just to let yeah. you know. They're- yeah. By proxy. (laughs) By marriage. (laughs) But they are definitely part of my heart, all of them. And my daughter was there and uh, Donnelly's daughter popped in as well. But the biggest bit was that we got to meet two new family members, which was um, Evie, who was only four weeks old, and um, Iman. Aman. Aman. Yep. Yeah, I'm still wrapping my my tongue around his name, um, yeah. nine weeks old. Uh, so we got to meet them yesterday and it was just scrumptious. Delightful. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I was even crying. <laughs> just yeah. crazy. But, oh, so many emotions and, and cuddles and love in one room. So that was definitely my highlight of the week. So oh, beautiful. 
Yeah, there is something about babies. Mm. And their little tiny, their little tiny, whiny, whiny little feet, their little tiny, whiny hands. And then my baby sitting across the room who was, who's 21. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, like you used to be here in this tiny little bundle in my arms and yeah, just life cycles and it's oh, amazing. So amazing. Cheers <laughs> me up. Yeah, beautiful. What about you, Prue? Me. So my highlight this week was I finally got to have the catch-up barbecue with my friend and her family, that my new friend. Remember I was speaking about it a little <gasps> yeah. while ago. Poor Joel got food poisoning the day that we were supposed to have the original one. Oh, no. and so we had to postpone until Joel got back. So Joel just got back on Saturday morning and we had a barbecue Sunday afternoon and it was so lovely. Um, Melissa and her husband, Delio, are beautiful people and their kids are just, they're delightful, you know, 10 and 13 and their 10-year-old is just a full-on crack up. She's just so (laughs) sassy and has some spunk and can hold a conversation with an adult and I actually love that. And, yeah, they're just a really nice family. They live only around the corner and so it's our first official grown-up play date. (laughs) Oh, that is so cool. That just opens up so much, doesn't it? Like mm. making new memories and new friends and yes. what's to come is really exciting. Yeah. No, I do see, yeah, I see us being friends for a long time. Yeah, well, it's, it's very easy. You know how just conversation flows easy and it just feels very relaxed and it was lovely. So, yeah, that was my highlight. My low light is, oh. I haven't got anything personally. Nothing's really jumping out at me too much, but my little Eloise, she's been sick a lot. So she's had lots of time off as a mum. I just want to her to not to be sick. So yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. So just watching Eloise, she hasn't been like super sick, just like with a cold or a flu, but um, just dragging on and I can see she's over it. Yeah, so that was the low light of the household for sure. But yeah, sending lots of love for Eloise. <laughs> Actually, but then I have to say that low light of Eloise being sick turned into a highlight because, like I said, Joel only got back Saturday and we were due to go to footy on Sunday. We liked going to footy. Joel was going to be the goal umpire and for Eloise's footy match. Um, and it's always an early start. You know, we have to be there by 8 o'clock. So because of Eloise sick, we're like, we're just staying in bed. We're not going to go. We're not even going to do the goal umpiring. We're handballing that off. And so we got to actually have a bit of a sleep in and a, just to laze around before our barbecue, which was nice. So silver lining. What about you, Donnelly? Donnelly. Yeah. My highlight was that on um, last Sunday week, I think it was, I got um, notification that I made the South Australian State Masters hockey team for a second year in a row. Whoop, whoop. Yep. And the highlight is three days later, I resigned my position in the team. Ooh, that actually happened. Yes. Right. Yep. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't caught up on that bit. Your low light and your highlight muddled a bit around then. Or was your highlight? No, no, just at this stage, that's a highlight and a low it light. A highlight <laughs> and a low light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is, there is, um, there, there has been a highlight that's come from it. And, you know, this is why I was talking about decisions and triumphs. It's been humongous. This Mm. has been going on for a while. And it's, you know, related to gut feeling. 
And so, so that was Wednesday and then I processed and it's like, I love how I can shift and change, you know, and I can imagine there'd be people out there going, oh my God, you know, why did you do that? And there's reasons, but I was able to refocus. And um, so I decided, okay, I chased up my hockey team in Mildura, which has been a bit up and down, haven't had a team. So chased up the club and they said, yes, we'd love you to play. So I then decided, okay, I'm going to do this Sunday drive, 300 kilometres all the way to play an hour and a quarter and then drive home again. And my whole focus is that I want to find enjoyment. So I, I just went with a completely different perspective. I haven't had that probably in the last two years. I just want to play and put into place what I've learnt without thinking too much. And I had a great day. I was just came off the field going, you know, this is what I want to do. Just want to enjoy it. It's going to be tough still traveling the distance, but we'll just see how we go. And that's my goal. So that's, it's really a highlight and it's taken a lot of pressure off, you know, it's just refocusing life and Re reorganizing things and it just has given me some breathing space so there's actually a lot of highlight within the low light and you've got to go there sometimes to find out how to work it out and trust it and I have learned a lot from it there's a lot coming out of that that's um, leading forward which I'm sure will come in more conversations yeah so I just want to say for your highlight congratulations for being accepted and for your decision to re- resign from the team, also congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. It's Thank you. Yeah, because, you know, you're just taking charge of your own life and really feeling into what is right for you. That deserves a huge congratulations. Thank so, you. So highlight, highlight. <laughs> it's really brave, I think. Yeah, it's huge. There's there's lots of other other things going on behind the scenes, but we'll talk about them another time. <laughs> maybe this is maybe this is a good time. Station wow. today. Well, I, I guess from from what has gone on in the past month, but the the past week is you know. And Prue said something last week when we were talking about you know you go girl, you're asking for what you want. And so what I think when I look at my life. There have been times where I've been not trusting my gut and I can relate to 35 years ago and the feeling that I was feeling that I'd been feeling during this, making this decision and just going, wow, you know, I'm in charge of my decisions. And, you know, often I'd reach out and I would be asking my friends for advice And I've just kept coming back going, the only person that knows the answer is you. And it doesn't mean that I didn't discuss it with my best buddy there and my daughter. But that I think that power of, because I can feel it now, (laughs) I can feel how uncomfortable this is to lead with what you know is right, but your head says no, you can do it. So there'd be many times that I'd lent into how was I going to do this financially? How was I going to pull off all these different things? And the decision was extremely hard. It was an extremely hard place to be in. But what it's given me is experience to be brave, to stand up in me. And I know the next time something comes up, yep, there'll still be all that stuff there. 
but at least I'll be able to go, I've done this, I've done this, you can do this. So then what I did is I started looking for examples where I'd made the situation was similar but different. And so one of them was my house. Took me 12 months to get my house and it looked like I wasn't going to get my house and my loan. And then I looked at, you know, Mitchell dying and thinking, you know, I never thought I was going to get through that. And, you know, domestic violence, never thought I was going to get through that. And I think I'd just not, I hadn't actually, this hockey thing, which is pretty close to my heart, it really hit home because it feels like I'm ending a relationship, even though I'm not. I'm just looking at other ways to do it. It doesn't mean that I'm still, I'm not, I'm giving up on my dream because I'm not. But what I'm doing is I'm creating space to actually be in my dream. You know, yeah, okay. I sat in the car on Sunday and thought, oh my God, you are friggin' nuts, girl. 600 kilometers to play one game of hockey. Like, that's insane. And I just thought, but I've had such a great day. (laughs) And I, like, there's, like, it's just shifted. It's given me, I'm so glad I've done the two years of the program and that I've got this because now I'm actually starting to find the joy. And I didn't realize that giving up one thing was going to open the door for joy. And so I'm going to, I'm just like my team, I got to go and buy my socks and you know, turn up in the red and blue uniform that I wore in my first hockey club and, you know, the girls I'd played with last year, some of them, um, okay, they're all young. They, I'm sure they just look at me and see an old duck on the, on the wing that can run very fast. But I'm feeling like I can connect. And so I'll play, I played last Sunday, I'll play this Sunday and I'll do my best just to get some consistency so that I can build that bond for me and that reliability around me being on the wing. So, and it was just really nice to be on the field on the weekend and go, okay, these are the three things that I'm going to concentrate on, but I didn't have to think, I didn't have to worry about all this external pressure, um, you know, getting the time on the field to meet the demands of the state team. And plus I'd just been feeling uh, that I needed to let the state team um, know early so that they could get on with planning their campaign. And I've had some nice messages from two of the ladies in the team. Very sad that I'm not there, but, you know, saying similar stuff around, you know, being courageous and whatever. I don't know that there's be too many that have given up their position unless it had been an injury. But I'm not look I'm not looking for accolades. I'm just looking at the experience that I've gained. And that experience I know on flows to my clients and our community. So we can do hard things, even when those hard things are very, very, very tough. And don't worry, I bawled. I've bawled lots. <laughs> but it was the feeling, the feeling that it wasn't right. And when I finally made all the decisions, it was just like, poof, just, it just gave me space. And some other things have come out of it as well. I just want to offer you something. So possibly what you were doing when you first started the hockey program, because your goal was to get into the team and to be seen and that be externally validated for your skill and experience and all that type of stuff by then getting into the team. And what has happened now is actually You've learned how to self-validate 
And so what's actually happened is you've stepped out of using hockey as a means to self-worth and now you just have decided, ah, I'm worthy. And so that is why you're feeling the joy now rather than feeling anxious because you actually have just decided now, oh, that's right, I'm worthy, in or out of the state team. Yes. Yeah. So fucking good. I know. It's great. (laughs) Amazing. And in these these years of all this travelling that you've been doing, and just for context, everyone, we don't have hockey in Broken Hill. Donnelly has to travel to be able to play a game. And so you've been doing that a lot over the last couple of years. And I have never seen you come back from a trip of playing hockey as excited as you were the other night when you come back Mm -hmm. from this trip to play one game in Mildura. Yeah. She was my first person. (laughs) (laughs) Just so excited. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's great. There's lots of there's lots of room for other things and there's lots of things changing. So it's nice to own that, you know? It's it's nice to own that stuff. There's just so much in it. It's yeah, it's great. It's really great. I hope this I hope this is helping our people and our audience. And that was something I was thinking about during the process that I've been going through because it's an ex, it's also an experience that you then utilize and when someone comes to my practice and they might be, you know, something might be going on or similar, you know, when you've lived it and dealt it and worked with it, it gives hope to others. And maybe that's what that does. There might be someone listening that has a huge decision to make and, um, you know, doesn't want to make it or their head's running around or you should do this or you should do that or what will they think or who am I pleasing? And it's like, wow, when you when you do all that stuff yourself, and I think I am owning my decisions, it's not still easy to do. You know, I want I want to communicate more clearly. And every time those things come up, all that stuff that goes on in your head. But I'm going, you know, each time I gather an experience, I've got evidence that I can do it. And it doesn't matter what comes up in your life. I know this sounds really, really bad, but I've lost a son. I've bought a house. I've finished relationships. I've declined my, there's so many experiences. We don't, we don't need to think that we can't do it because we're actually doing it all the time. There's extra pressure when you're trying to decide on ending something, isn't it? Yeah. When you've got to decide that you're not going to continue with something anymore, there's there's this feeling and this thought that that's it. Yeah. And we can just remember that there's always something more and closing one door, I know it's cliche, but closing one door always opens another and not most of the time, not only one door opening, you've got mm. many doors opening. Yeah. Yeah, so it's to to try and keep your mind open when making those decisions about the end of one thing because it always feels like the world's on your shoulders and it's going to be the end of the world, (laughs) but it's not. It's interesting because we feel such a weight of making the decision about like for moving forward, yet we don't realise that actually what's causing the weight is the the thing. (laughs) Without the thing, you wouldn't feel the weight. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just the thought generally. Like I love how you said before, you looked back and you asked yourself, when else have I felt this? And where is this true that I can make a hard decision? I'll be okay. Because we so often seek out all the negative things in our lives and we've got all the proof of all the negative things. Like I love to use like two bucket analogies. It's like the proof bucket of why it's true and the proof bucket of why it's not true. And yeah, what we do is just keep filling up the proof bucket that we think, you know, it's true. It's true because of this. We've done, we've done, made this decision and it went shit or we made this decision and it, you know, didn't go to plan and we have all the negative proof of why, you know, we shouldn't change or, you know, should stay where we are or whatever, but we forget about the other bucket. That's, that's readily available as well. Like that's just sitting there empty and you can fill that bucket up too with all the proof why you should do things or would. Yeah, would be serving you to do those and what in the past has, you know, actually served you and the proof of that. We've got, we actually have equal amount of proof, but we only love to look at the negative <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. our brain loves, wants to keep us safe. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, a, and a lot of this conscious, let's say me being really conscious about this and really feeling the feels, I thought of you many times, Brooke, around our limiting beliefs. Like I just thought of all the tools that I had and like when you were talking then, I just saw myself or anyone that's listening that you're in your motor car and we say this all the time and we've actually, we drive our motor cars. We drive our motor cars to destinations all the time but I'm actually sitting in my motor car and choosing that I can really choose things and yeah, I can make mistakes or whatever, but it's actually taking control of your driver, you know, like, like we, like I can even feel the resistance in even saying this, but there's like this little, this little edge that's going, well, just do it anyway. Just Mm -hmm. do it anyway. What have you got to lose? You know, so the more that we practice, even in little ways, like I, i I did a really courageous thing. It's been a big couple of weeks, hasn't it, Tanya? (laughs) (laughs) And I decided to ask someone um, to be a friend with benefits. (laughs) I love that you're sharing this. This is so good. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Hope Hope he never listens to the podcast. Hope he listens. Hope he listens. (laughs) So that was like I've been thinking about this for six months. And and thank God I've got my Tanya sister there because she would niggle me every Thursday morning and kind of go, have you done it yet? And I go, nah, nah. And I was weighing up all the assumptions, all the judgments, all the whatever. Anyway, and so all this stuff, and maybe that's what helped the hockey decision. And so I did it and <laughs> and then found out that he's probably he's been wanting to ask me the same thing. Like I can remember all that stuff in and I just went, oh, my God, I can do hard things. I thought about my house. I thought about all those things. Went, okay, doesn't matter. Don't worry about what they think. You know, we'll deal with that when it happens. So it's been a different place of wanting to live more truly, more directively. And, and it's not just now. It's been building for a while. It's just now I'm taking the lead. So proud of you. Yeah, it was always there. <laughs> like your ability to do that was always available mm. to you, but you let possibly fear get in the way, yeah. which is it's totally fine. Like it's you know, there's reasons to be scared sometimes. 
you know, it doesn't feel very comfortable when you're scared and you're asking somebody to be, hey, lover. <laughs> yeah. There's all that there's all that other chatter, isn't there, in the back mm. of your head that, you know, that you people might think that you're needy or dirty or, or all that stuff. And it's like, mm. well, far out, I'm a woman. <laughs> okay, so we, we have to detour I'm, now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now you've just shared this. I think everyone is like, what? What does this even mean? Not everybody. Maybe some people are like, you go, girl, this is going to be great. Um, but people might be curious about what actually that means and like share share your like thoughts around that, what it means for you. Um, this is a good point, I guess. What does it mean for me? Lots is, lots has been happening in the last week because we've met once and there's, I don't know, there's this, it's not, it's not about love. It's just more about connection and, and I've, Part of my mission in this is to go in clearly. And so we actually had an hour's conversation talking about what we wanted or what we liked or, you know, that kind that kind of direction, which was really interesting because when I got asked the question, I went back and went, well, what do you like? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me like, being me, like, I'm a processor. So I like going, okay, well, you start. And then, so then I was able to actually say what I wanted to say mm-hmm. and would never have done that before. And I think because it's a clean slate and I'm, it's not about control. It's just about going, well, this is this is what I would like this is what I would like. And I've also said if it doesn't work out, then we've we've got to be openly communicating that that's you know that that's what we want to do. But it'll be an experiment. It'll be an experience. I don't want to say experiment. It's an experience. It's not something I've done before, but I'm like I'm sixty this year. And I'm a very attractive lady and I'd really like to share my attractiveness and have some pleasure and enjoy some company. Mm-hmm. And that was also part of, you know, what he's talked about as well. So for everyone that's listening, just hear Donnelly's words and the conviction she has and the belief she has in herself and just borrow it. <laughs> because I'm sure there's people out there going, holy shit, like she's so confident, she's knows what she wants. Donnelly's 60. She's just getting it now. So this is why we're here on the <laughs> podcast, right? Because we actually, this is available to us. Like all those other things are available to us. Yeah. It is available to, to us now at this very moment, whatever moment you are in life, if you're 20, oh, yeah, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, you know, miss 70 there, but also 70. And it's available to you. You can ask for what you want. You can believe in yourself. You can have your own back. It's yeah. just important to step into that. We love, we love being a victim. Like it's yeah. yeah it's like oh, we can't do that. Yeah, that confidence. It's like ah, yes, you can. Of course, you can. So just hear Donna Lee's words when she said that. Re- rewind right now when she said, <laughs> "I know I'm an attractive lady. I know I'm." All those words that she said, just hear it and allow them to be true for you too. That is really powerful, Donnelly. I'm so fucking proud of you. <laughs> so proud of you. So, so there's like these, well, there's another step happening today. And it's just like going, okay, like I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous around holding clear communication. And don't worry, I'm doing my cards every day and they keep coming up going. 
clear communication, meditate. So it's I I'm learning to believe that I have my answers and I'm learning to believe that I can make choices. But if I am if I'm going to do what I did in the past, I'm only going to get what I got in the past. And I don't want to be in that situation where I'm sitting inside my head pleasing or changing aspects of me because I've done it for years. And so I've got that recall. It's like those experiences there. Okay. No, don't want to do this. I have choice. We're still, I'm a, I'm an emotional being. Other people are emotional beings. It, if I think about all the if, buts and maybes, which I did for six months going, mm-hmm. Oh my God, you know, what will people think? What would, what will he say? What will my daughter think? It would never happen. And then to find out that he's been sitting on the other side of the fence doing the same thing. So, (laughs) you know, like there's two people not even trying to come together. It's crazy. It is. And how easy is it for those six months to turn into six years? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And not doing what you want to do or at least asking for it. Even if you didn't get the answer that you wanted, then you know and you can move on. Yes. Yep. God, yeah, I know. Like it's it's literally the the deathbed regret of everybody. Yeah. yeah. Any studies that they've done talking to people on their deathbeds and the regret is making emotional connections with people, you know, and like not not following through because of fear or whatever. That's what people are saying on their deathbed. So we actually need to hear that. So stepping into this now. And just choosing, going with it. Like like Tanya said, if you get a rejection, it's not the end of the world. It's got nothing to do with you. It's just not meant for you. What's next, you know? Yeah, and I think how you, how you also learn to reorganise your thoughts. Like don't worry, people, podcast people listening, my belly is like with butterflies right yeah. now. So but like it's like the more that you lean into it, whether it's good, bad or ugly, you're going to just come out with way more experience about yourself and that's what I'm enjoying, like mm. 60 years to get here. Yeah. So, man, oh, man, the next 50 are going to be pretty awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And those butterflies in. and that nervousness yeah. is all part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. makes it exciting. Yeah. Yep. And I just want to share as well, you know, I'm in a relationship and I'm not doing this. And so you're inspiring me to actually step into it because it's, I want to have some tough conversations, you know, and you know what tough conversations I need to have. And it's like, I need to have those. I haven't actually had them yet. <laughs> and it's like me building the courage and hearing you do this for yourself as well and ask for what you want and clear communication. That's me. I need to do that inside my relationship. So it doesn't always have to be like this external, like bringing people together. It can be already in a relationship because I know that's going to be helpful for a lot of people because I know so many people that are in relationships that communication is lacking and resentment is building, you know. Yeah. And it happens so fast. We often often feels harder to speak to those closer to us than it does to strangers so there's that that added pressure yes but then you can be sitting in that fear and that discomfort and with things not quite right for way too long when all it takes is some time to sit down and and talk to each other very uncomfortable still Mm. yeah yeah 
It's okay. It's okay that it's uncomfortable. <laughs> well, just reflecting back over our conversations, Tanya, what the month of April gave to you on all yeah. levels of what we're talking about right now, a different window, a different aspect. Those that are listening, you know, if you're listening to our podcasts, there's a lot of ways to look at things, deal with things and and whatever comes up in life. There's it's nothing, no two things are ever going to be the same because experience changes. And you are your own experience and your own evolution. So as scary as it is sometimes, lean into it because what comes out of it is that you start to find a bit more of yourself. And if you're finding a bit more of yourself, then you'll attract people to you that will have those qualities as well. Yeah, the energy that you hold is attracts the same energy. If you're holding that negative energy, well, guess what? That will attract that energy. No, that's exciting. I'm really excited. I'm sure everybody's excited listening to this, knowing that, you know, you're stepping into your power. Mm-hmm. Like you're stepping into your true authenticity and claiming what you want in the world. That's what we are here for. That's why we're having these conversations because that is exactly what, you know, we want everybody else to do as well. And even though the circumstances might be different from Donna Lee's, like how can you bring that into your life? What... And what is stopping you? If you know what else, Hmm. (laughs) you're you're always you're on here all the time, encouraging us to be vulnerable, and you're always holding back on your own stuff. And you just told the world that you're having a little fling, (laughs) (laughs) and that is so exciting. Like your vulnerability showing at the moment is really really awesome. It is. Yeah. So good. When we share these things in the moment, that is true vulnerability. Yep. Ah, so good. So good. <laughs> I just want to check in with Tan because I know on a on a similar level but different the last couple of weeks, like because I spend a lot of time with her, so I can see that she's starting to rise again. So how about you? I'm still kind I'm still kind of struggling, actually. I'm I'm choosing. I'm trying to choose to let go, but I'm also having a fucking hard time letting go. And it's kind of bringing up a lot of a lot of things for me, actually. I'm sort of rethinking a whole lot of stuff at the moment. My goals, but, oh gosh, I don't even know where I want to go with this. Um, yeah, I think a big thing for me at the moment is trying to figure out how exactly I let go. I need to just stop you. <laughs> good, good. Help me because I'm having a really hard time. Am I, have I not let the emotions come through? Mm-hmm. Have, I don't know, help me. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, so what, just what I'm hearing right now is you're trying to control the experience. So we actually need to surrender into it. And is it okay that this could be? something that takes a little while to process. Like yeah. it might not just take a month. It might take six months. It might take 12 months. If you've got to keep revisiting this on and off for the next 10 years, like is that okay? Okay. <laughs> and, Tanya, I just want to say that in you saying that you're stuck or whatever, my God, in the last two weeks, I mean, I was really very worried about you because you were dark shadows. We've both we've both seen that in each other the, the last few weeks. And you have, you know, 
there there's a there's a golden light shining again and so yeah that you may be experiencing that you're not letting go my I can totally relate to oh, how that too. related me too God, yeah. totally relate yeah. to the whole yeah. to the whole hockey thing it felt like I was holding on with tentacles and ropes and mm-hmm. I, I remember pulling my cards like every single day and then the last card said let go and I went okay if you haven't got the message now and so it was like when I find you know you walk there so just just be kind know that you are making progress Give yourself a little bit of breathing space, honey, mm. just so that you know some of those tentacles are snapping. And it was deeply, deeply, deeply hurting, but you are making progress. I feel like I've done it and then I'm like, I'm like, okay, I've dealt with this now. I can move on. <laughs> and then next minute. I'm on podcast crying again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And see, like, and it's funny because this is what we all do to each other. This is why it's important to have people to be like, it's okay. Like, it's okay to feel the emotions. It's something that you just need to keep processing. It's the judgment that we have on ourselves that we not haven't got through it yet. It's like, God damn it. Like, why? What's wrong with me? Why can't I just let this shit go? Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the question you're asking yourself. So it's like, yeah. oh, it's okay. It's okay that I don't. Haven't let it let it go. Like seriously, we're not letting go of anything. We're just processing something, possibly. Yeah. And I wanted to say that last night I am going to cry now. <laughs> last night, when two of the team members text me to say we've just received the email, we're sorry you're not there. I felt really sad, and I nearly rang you to say I'm just letting you know that I feel sad. So. You know, it might look like sometimes we get up and and we move on and we don't know when something's going to come up. And all it did is it just reminded me that it meant something to me and that's okay. And, yeah, in Penny's case, like, I was hurt and that's okay mm-hmm. to feel that way. Oh, yeah, Jesus, don't worry, I've been crying in the shower. It's all good. Yes, <laughs> well, you've had weeks of your past memories coming up and yeah. letting go. Yeah. So much stuff. And the biggest piece for me is the the non-judgmental piece of it. That's if I can offer anything, it's like be kind and witness this as the compassionate observer. Like I say that a lot. If you're having trouble doing that, maybe say to yourself, what would Donna Lee say to me right now? What would Prue say to me? You know, and so you can get a different perspective because sometimes we're so in our heads, it's really hard to see that and you can actually remind yourself, oh, that's right, I'm not letting go, I'm just surrendering and allowing Yeah, you know, the feeling, like the feeling needs to be processed and if it takes some time, that's okay. And I'd, I'd like to offer to our audience that part of the support that I had over this past month was because I went and had a deep and meaningful big cry with my beautiful friend, Tanya, sitting on her veranda and just talking through. She just listened and she she knew that I already knew what I needed to do. I just needed to talk it through and then still go away and figure it out. And sometimes support is that external support gives us whether there's any advice there or not, sometimes that listening is enough just to talk. And I know you've done it too, Prue. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's really important to talk some things out sometimes just with somebody that isn't here to listen and just hold the space for you. And, yeah, no one fixing anything or giving you advice. It's just like, yeah, I'm here. 
what do you need? Articulating stuff out from your from your body into words. God, God, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like journaling but verbaling. Yeah, verbaling. <laughs> <laughs> new, new word. <laughs> That's why we have such good walks, don't we, Tan? We've got yeah. like four kilometres of verbaling. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what I've been doing? I've been doing, Um, I like journaling, but there's also a piece of me that from, from Nina's podcast that you'd know that we recorded, there's a piece that I hold back at for various reasons. And so I've been voice memoing myself and I can delete it like if I want to haven't yet but just leaving myself a voice message and like when I'm in a moment of like anger or whatever or frustration I leave myself a voice message and I'll just talk it out to myself and then I'll listen back to it later I'm like oh yeah I get that <laughs> oh, what a great idea <laughs> so I was like listening to myself <laughs> hmm. so that's yeah. been helpful Donnelly has done something similar in the past with photos, Donnelly, haven't you? Taken yeah. photos, photos of yourself in yes. different emotional situations. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. And I and I go back and I can remember when I broke up with my last partner and I like, was going through this huge experience and I, I remember sleeping in my girlfriend's backyard like absolutely out under the stars and I had this revelation where I, I woke uh, through the night, I'd slept, watched the stars, whatever, bald, and I woke up crying, going, "Oh my God, my heart is not broken; it's open." Oh wow! Reframe. And so I sat there. I sat there in this revelation of you know snot, tears, heavy emotional stuff, and I recorded for half an hour because I wanted to record the moment because it was so profound. I've still got it. And I've done similar things where I'm in, like they're not the prettiest photos, but I wanted to be reminded of her strength. Mm, That is powerful. That is so powerful. And anybody that's listening going, oh, God, I could never take a photo of myself. It's like, yes, you can. You can actually do that. (laughs) No judgment, right? Yeah. Mm, So powerful. Yeah, the same as looking at um, my screensaver is me playing state hockey and and it's been my screensaver for six months and I just keep changing it because I look at her and I go, oh, my God, look at you, warrior goddess. So to be able to see those pieces in you, yeah, it's very confronting, but I highly recommend it. Good good reminder, Tanya. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> good. Well, I think with that we need to do a reading now. Yes. See what, see what comes up. Okay. What a powerful conversation this has been. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Both of you for being Went so down open a and completely honest. different road to what we were expecting, but that's always done, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Well, I've got a brand new deck, so today Ooh. might be. I've had this deck for a couple of months, and it just hasn't felt right, but it feels right today. So they are called the Terra QI Goddess Oracle. So I think this is pretty appropriate today. Looks so beautiful. soft and beautiful. Pretty, yeah, yeah. So as usual. People that are listening, you can always go see these cards on our face in our Facebook group. We post them after the episode goes live, so you'll see them in there. All right. So let's all let's just kind of bring all it's been a pretty big morning. Mm. <laughs> so let's all just come in, come down into your tree from the branches of your tree, down through the trunk of your tree, and just let that energy and let your breath. Generally, we reverse it or do it the other way, but we want to come down and just come into your roots, 
and just take your breath into your roots and just feel that light of your tree. Feel the vessels that are the roots of your tree. We're just going to let ourselves come into our heart, feel the vessels of our heart, feel the veins and the capillaries that are just like the roots of the tree. Okay, that feels, that feels much nicer. I call upon the archangels, the guardian angels, the spirit guides, the ascended masters, and any other spirit being that is here for you today, for the greater good of you, for the divine purpose of you, for the future of you, for the here of you, for the now of you. And let's see, what message do you have for us today? Oops. Okay, do we need another one? Okay, yep. You're a little bit in your head. Just come into your heart. You're a little bit in your head. Oh, there it is. Yeah, because you were in your head. Okay, the first card. <laughs> okay, Ariandni is her name. And the card is untangling. Ooh. I am, yeah, wait till I show you the picture. Oh, far out. I've just realized what the picture is. I am patient with myself and the process of exploring the labyrinth within my mind. Now look at the picture. So look at the big tree and look what she's sitting on, on the roots of the tree ancient moss, ancient depth, and I love how her body is open and wide. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's in white, so she knows her own light. There's a lot of light behind her head. You can see some little stars there and, and like the cave of the tree behind, the water falling down behind. So she knows her light and the way that she's sitting there, she is sitting there in the comfort of her strength. She knows she's open. She's not worried about being vulnerable. She's right. connected. Looks like true feminine embodiment and power right there in that picture. Absolutely. Untangling. This is just as cool. So when when I was asking about whether we needed another card, it's again, it was a bit like a yin and a yang thing. And it's interesting because one card is a darker color and then the other card is a lighter color. So this is Shakti, energetic shift. So we're untangling so that we have the space to feel that energetic shift. I am dynamic and powerful. My mindset creates my reality. I can't believe these cards. Far out, Brussels sprout. So let's look at her. There is, you can see like a river. And all this rocky edge, it reminds me of Mildura, actually, the high cliffs at um, mm -hmm. Mildura. And where True Grid is, Tanya, mm -hmm. there's high cliffs. And here we have this flower. It's not a rose. I'm not sure what flower it is. It's pale pink. And she's coming out through the center. Notice that her coloring is also a dark, it's a black colored outfit, whereas the other lady was white. So that yin and yang again. The masculine and the feminine. You can see the light here coming overhead. It was similar in the previous card. And there's all these ancient pillars in the background and this light and the sky. So relying on your wisdom and your foundations and rebirthing. Lots of grounding here. Even look at the cactus. So we've got a lot of being in earth, whereas the other card, there was a lot of green. So there's good balance in both those energies. That's beautiful. Those yeah, cards are gorgeous. 
Yeah. Look at the back of them. Mm-hmm. So it's all this light coating, this gold. You'll see a lot in um, new spiritual people's work that there's a lot of this light coating coming through and symbolism. Be able to see those cards on our in our Facebook group, Wholehearted. So go check it out. If you can't find it, it's in the link tree. So you can actually go find it in the show notes. That's a wrap from us. Any any lasting words from anybody? No. No, not said at all. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. So, yeah, perfect. Let's just leave it there. Thanks for listening. We'll you'll hear us next week. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being part of this Soul Sister conversation. It would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own Soul Sisters. Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.